This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Rise above and be in control with today's business headlines, driven by Volvo Cars. 7.48 a.m. It's a Friday, December 14th. This is the Morning Run. Tan Chung Han here alongside Julian Ng, keeping you company all the way till 10 a.m. this morning. Now, folks, heads up. After the 8 a.m. news bulletin, like we do on most weekdays, we've got the breakfast grill. And today, I'm speaking to Dev Demon, Managing Director for Southeast Asia and Emerging Markets for Experian. And uh, Experian is regarded as one of the big three consumer credit reporting agencies alongside with uh, people like TransUnion as well as Equifax. Mm. Now, they have been investing heavily here in the Malaysian space. Uh, They most recently had an investment into Ringgit Plus. I'm sure many of you are familiar with them. Uh, Their parent company, Jernixu. They've also got exposure to Bank Bazaar or or, uh, B Bazaar here in Malaysia. That's another... It's like Ringgit Plus. They have that financial comparison site and financial marketplace. They've also got uh, an indirect exposure to iMoney as well because iMoney has a working relationship with RAM credit information and uh, Experian has a stake in RAM credit information. So they are here... They are uh, looking at uh, our credit scores and stuff, you know, helping businesses make decisions on how credit worthy we are. I'm talking banks, insurance sector, telco as well. So we'll kind of see, you know, what experience strategy is for all these investments, not just here in Malaysia, but also across emerging markets, South Africa, Indonesia, Philippines, Singapore. Well, Singapore's not an emerging market, but you know, the region, the region, right? Good stuff. So again, that's on the Breakfast Grill after the 8 a.m. news bulletin. All right, Julian, let's get to your very pressing question. Brexit, <laughs> how are, in particular for Eco World? Uh, because you know, Eco World has uh, Eco World International has got plans to uh, uh, build ten thousand homes for rent over there in the UK. Uh, now, uh, although that is a question in the back of our minds, let's start with their domestic operations first, right? Because they have got a target of twelve billion ringgit in sales over the next two years. Well, actually, Tan Sri Lukisen, who's the head honcho of Echo World, he did say that he would prefer a 50-50 split between the local and international business. So when he says that he's targeting $12 billion worth of sales globally over the next two years, um, really he's saying $6 billion each a year for domestic and global respectively. Mm. And that number boils down to about $3 billion a year domestically and uh, $3 billion in over there in the UK. Uh, but, you know, this Tansri Lukisin, he's a, he's a pretty global guy, like, you know, because he's, he's uh, voicing out a lot of his worries, like uh, Britain brexiting, uh, the ongoing US-China trade war, as well as uh, local business climate. Is that a verb now? Brexiting? Brexiting. Yeah, it's yeah. A both Did now. I just create that? Yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? I'll give you full credit for that <laughs> one there. Uh, you know, but looking at EcoWorld's domestic operations, look, their financial year 2018 performance, core profit came in at 166 million uh, ringgit, uh, and that's up from 113 million ringgit last year. Uh, total sales from Malaysian projects uh, exceeded 3.1 billion ringgit, and this was achieved despite cuts in uh, marketing, you know, uh, admin expenses. So they are trying to raise that top line there, uh, even while becoming leaner. So, you know, boosting those margins there. You got the CEO, Dato Chang Kim Hua, who said the company will be uh, embarking on uh, various measures uh, to uh, on this new home ownership uh, program called HOPE. 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 Hmm. It's but- an acronym. 
Okay, so tell us what it is. I, I have no idea, but <laughs> it's, right. it's called HOPE. It's a pretty nifty acronym. And, uh, you know, we, we've had a lot of these home ownership campaigns coming on recently. Uh, of course, uh, the, the Edge, uh, together with other developers, launched uh, Fund My Home. You know, Fund My Home, you've, you've heard of that, right? I'm sure. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> and uh, Radar, Radar, <laughs> I, I think uh, they are trying to um, set up a REIT for rentals, right? Mm. So people are getting into the home ownership game. Uh, but uh, according to uh, the chairman, uh, Dato Chang Kim Bua, uh, CEO rather, he said that this would not be a cheap option. So mm. it's not cheap stuff here. Uh, right. I mean, do you need a campaign for rich people like to, to own homes? Uh, yeah, you wouldn't think so, right? Because they obviously, well, you would think they have the financial capability to actually afford those homes. Unless if they're swimming in debt, that's, that's a whole different <laughs> story. Like over leverage, you know, how did they get those riches? Is it through debt or is it through, through you know, good Cash. But interestingly, uh, this hope uh, scheme will be targeted young home buyers interested in technologically tech advanced homes, smart homes, like homes know. that talk back to you if you've got no friends. But I, I, I know one thing for sure: these young fellas would need their parents' money to fund those homes. <laughs> like. Okay, so uh, got hope from parents. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, again, that's why because it's a technologically advanced home, it is not deemed to be cheap. But still, I mean, looking at the broader property uh, space here in Malaysia, in particular the residential uh, property sector, right? There is this overhang, nearly thirty thousand. Uh, residential units uh, still unsold, I believe, in the first half of this year, valued at over 17 billion ringgit. So, you know, if this hope uh, can lend hope to resolving the oversupply in the property space, I mean... I mean, okay, maybe, maybe. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt, right? But, you know, you, you compare these specific programs against the broader trends in the space, you got to wonder how effective they'll be. I guess only time will tell. Yeah, uh, I mean, let's cross over to the activity in um, in England. Uh, EcoWorld International is seeking to acquire land in London to build an additional 5,000. Uh, but this 5,000 is for built to rent, uh, meaning that it won't sell the homes, but actually rent it out. Ah, okay. So uh, thank you for correcting me. Uh, earlier I said 10,000. So it's 5,000 built to rent homes over the next five years. And so this will add to the uh, ex- 12 existing sites that EcoWorld International owns in London with the potential to deliver around 4,000 units. And that's all according to uh, EcoWorld International CEO, Dato Teo. Uh, and so in total, EWI is targeting uh, 10,000 units in the UK over the next five years. Now, it's quite interesting because this built to rent is supposed to be a win-win uh, both for investors. Uh, with If they have capital, they can buy up large blocks, uh, which are going to be managed by one single company. It's like a REIT, but a REIT for big investors, right? Mm. Uh, so it's, it uh, establishes some degree of convenience for the investors. But for the renters, uh, you know, renting has doubled in the UK over the last five years. Uh, 20% of households are rented uh, nationally, but in London alone, 30% of the houses are rented. And not surprisingly, because the homes are pretty expensive. Yeah, look, uh, I just came back from London last week, and you know, I've got cousins and friends uh, who live there now. And yeah, they, they talk about the high cost of living, or well, in particular for uh, renting, for accommodation over there. So it's crazy. I met this one guy who works right there in, uh, well, I, call it, I guess you call it the CBD, uh, downtown London, whatever. Yep. He commutes 
two and a half hours That's one crazy. way. One way. Two and a half hours. I'm like, you're five m- hours of your life wasted every day. Well, for well, him, it's unless, less time. Unless you play Sudoku on, on the trains <laughs> or was your friends or something. You're definitely old school. <laughs> is Angry Birds still a thing? I, I no. don't know. But yeah, two and a half hours one way. You know, that's how, you know, uh, that's the kind of pressures that they have to contend with on a daily basis. So you there caught in the jam right now. Yeah, count your lucky stars, okay? It's, at least it's not two and a half hours. I hope not. I hope not. Um, now, so that's on the property scene. Uh, let's go quickly into the airport scene here because uh, Malaysian Airports has just announced their uh, passenger traffic numbers from J. January to last month, 89.8 million passengers, just 100,000 passengers shy of BFM's frequency. So 89.8 million passenger arrivals from January to November. And uh, um, according to CEO Raja Azmi, Raja Nazudin, Nazudin, sorry, Uh, KLIA clocked in 25.4 million passengers while KLIA 2 saw about 29 million people passing through. He said that the two airports along with four other international airports managed by MHB have grown by leaps and bounds. Right, now looking into 2019 though, can they still grow by leaps and bounds? Because they've got ideas uh, that's the Institute for Democracy and Economic Affairs who warned that this departure levy that was announced in Budget 2019 uh, for international outbound flights that could dampen the number of tourists coming to Malaysia. 20 ringgit per head for departures to ASEAN countries, 40 ringgit uh, per person for international departures. That could lower the number of tourists by about half a million, 500,000. Some turbulence there. (laughs) There we go. Uh, We're coming up to uh, the 8 a.m. news bulletin and don't forget, we have the breakfast grill after that. This morning, we've got Dev Dimon, who is the Managing Director for Southeast Asia and Emerging Markets for Experian, which is a giant, a global leading agency when it comes to credit reporting and information services. Stay tuned. This is BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Keeping you on track for peak business performance with the new Volvo XC40, the expression of innovation. Volvo, made by Sweden. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.